Please be advised that the following podcast does contain adult themes and languages. Thank you. Welcome to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. The podcast for everyday people by everyday people. I'm your host, Project Dave, and I'm back at it again to continue highlighting and amplifying the lives, ventures, and endeavors of everyday people just like you and me and learning from them along the way. We've got a very special guest for you all today. I'm going to be interviewing Yuki Abdul, who is a flight attendant, and we'll be discussing what it's been like being a flight attendant during the pandemic, as well as her upcoming return back next week. Her recent trip in the summer to Somalia and more about her culture there, what she likes about traveling, some of our New Year's resolutions, and much more. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and bring Yuki on. When talking about everyday people and their stories, we can't help but talk about all their hard work. So grab a cup of coffee. I often think about what fuels a lot of these everyday folks, as well as what sustains me personally. Coffee certainly helps, but it can't just be any coffee. It's gotta be coffee made by everyday people for everyday people. The kind that when you brew it in a pot, it kinda just draws everyone to the kitchen and they're sniffing that aroma. Our beans are sourced from small businesses in the heart of the Appalachia. My personal favorite, the Route 39 blend from Lexington Roasters is a Forbes top-ranked coffee. You can also check the notes on each blend to determine flavor profiles, shipping, and more. Beans are roasted on a weekly basis to ensure freshness. So if you're looking for some extra fuel to aid you in your everyday lives, ventures, and endeavors, go to thegrindbluefield.com backslash shop dash coffee dash roast or click the link in the description to pick out your next coffee beans and brew a pot of happiness. The grind never stops. Hey sis, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. Thank you for coming on my podcast and telling us more about yourself. Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. All right. So first question is just in regards to your basic background. So to you, what does your identity mean to you and how does it influence your day-to-day life? Um, For me, I like anybody else, I feel like my identity is more like a physical thing people see when they see me. They they just have an assumption of what it is because of how I dress and, you know, just how I look basically. And I'm mindful every day that, you know, people are going to think like that, but I still wear the same, you know, the same things I've wore since I was little. And I just said, you know, this is me. And you embrace it. And I just embrace it. You know, I'll be in, we could be in the same space. I dig that. Yeah. You know, I got you. All right. So I wanted to talk to you about what it's like being a flight attendant, because I know that um, you've been a flight attendant this year and you're actually, it sounds like they're calling you back. Yeah. So how do you feel about going back again? Do you have kind of mixed feelings or excited, scared, nervous? Mostly excited. (laughs) um, I want to say I'm still mindful that, you know, coronavirus is still happening and people are actually starting to travel more and more now and flights are 
getting fuller and fuller. Right. Um, so just being mindful and aware of my surroundings and how I come into contact with people. Um, but yeah, other than, I mean, I've been away from flying for six months and I'm just happy to, to be back and to be flying again. Yeah, I can definitely understand that. Um, so when did you first become a uh, flight attendant? Was that this year or was it last year? I don't even remember. Um, it was last year, I believe. Like 2019, was it? Yeah, last year, September. Okay. And uh, what was it, what's it been like, you know, after the pandemic struck? Like, how did it change? Like, what is it like now being a flight attendant? Because, you know, we hear a lot of things on the news, but I think it's interesting to hear firsthand from people, you know, that are um it's a lot of a a shock value because you see everybody wearing like these ridiculous shields or forms (laughs) of protection um that are not protecting and then you know you'll see diys on social media and you know i would shake my head i'm like please don't come on the plane with like your own make-believe and you have these people that have like these knitted masks and they're like well it's still a mask you have to accept it and we're like well technically it's not protecting you or anyone it defeats the purpose and oh man that that sounds crazy yeah so you get to see the truth when you fly you get to see a lot yeah all right well you know i'm sure that there's a lot of challenging days but could you talk about what are some of the rewards like do you have like a most favorable moment in air that comes to mind um my favorite one is the my relationship with with people I fly with, um, the crews I fly with that some of them eventually become family and friends, um, you know, and colleagues that I go to advices. Um, but my favorite one was I had a pilot who got on the, (laughs) got on the loudspeaker and told everybody it was my birthday. Oh, that's nice. And that when we're, everybody's, when we're leaving that we should say happy birthday to me. And I don't know where I was, but I didn't. So it's hard to hear when we're in the galley. It's hard to hear sometimes what the loudspeaker is saying to the passengers. And we don't pay attention because if the captain or if we're needed, they'll just call us straight. So I wasn't being mindful and I didn't know he was saying that. So when we landed, I'm saying, you know, thank you. Goodbye. I just everybody's like, happy birthday. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) It's okay to go old. And I was wondering why he said it. And turns out he told them I was you know, turning 30 years old and I was having a midlife crisis. So everybody was trying (laughs) to make me feel better, but I was like, what? And then I found out he did that. And, um, I always think about that. I randomly, every time I see him at any airport, I'm like, dude. So it's, it sounds like you've had some interesting experiences. I remember you were saying earlier that there was a time where like, they'd be like sleeping pilots and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, just joke some. You'll have, yeah, you'll have like um, pilots <laughs> that once you, you, yeah, just to mask though, it's just for pure comedy. Um, <laughs> when you switch out a co pilot or a pilot, um, for just like three seconds, they'll just pretend like they were like knocked out. They were like, uh, and you gotta you just, keep that humor in an industry like that. Right? Yeah. yeah, my favorite <laughs> one is um, when pilots tell new flight attendants like um, to get samples of air. 
like <laughs> just pure air from but different parts of the aircraft so you just have flight attendants with like one of those sticky bags <laughs> just trying to collect air and they will have them label them you know yeah. zone a zone b and they would report back and yeah all right i feel that so overall what's your favorite part about being a flight attendant like what do you like most about it my favorite thing is just the flying aspect itself like just being in the air whether it's for work or for personal um there's this weird feeling of when you go to sleep on a plane and you just wake up it's like you know you go to sleep dark and then you just wake up and it's like the most beautiful like sunrise ever and just having the ability to to open you know a shade and literally have that in your view that amazing view yeah, yeah i remember some of those pictures you uploaded yeah and nice. it's just like you can't look away because it's look it feels like you're outside of the plane and but you like you feel the warmth of the sun and um that just is my favorite thing i'm sorry waking okay. up to that is like the best thing anybody can do and i wouldn't trade it for anything awesome all right that's pretty cool thanks for sharing that with me yeah all right so uh next topic i've got here so you uh recently took a trip to uh somalia this year so i did what was that like it was amazing it was um it was was it august august september um it was beautiful it was like a mid for them it was between spring and summer so i showed up at the perfect time um and it was my first time being there um since i left when i was when i was little and i was probably like i want to say seven five 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 years old so i went back by myself not knowing anything um just showed up um people my family were like do you need a chaperone i was like nah if anything i know how to read airports i know where to follow but i was like once i actually made it to somalia and um i was outside the airport and i was just like yeah i need somebody here right now i I don't blame you (laughs) there is a there's luxury to having signs um and things that direct you to a certain area because back home it was just a point a rock a landmine you know a landmark or something um so i had my cousin no actually the first time my mom picked me up because she was so afraid <laughs> that something that, that not that something would happen to me but she was so afraid that i would cause an issue <laughs> that's funny you're, you're quite the troublemaker you because she because everybody kept telling me they're like when you get there just shut up your mouth when you just say you don't <laughs> know somali just tell them you know you just just say you're from the u.s and you don't speak somali um just don't say anything and i was like why and they were like well you have a tendency to when you open your mouth you know you tell people <laughs> shit that won't run in that country and i was like well what are they doing and and then i found out um people just feel like they can tell you what to do in somalia if you're a female um so i had a bunch of male um you know that have never been told no or you know and i'm just showing up and and they ask me a question and i'm like no 
I will not do that. And then they were like, excuse me. And then, yeah. And then they were like, and then, and then automatically every time I said no, they would be like, oh, that's the American. And I was like, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) At the airport. But then the second time I flew back to Somalia, they knew they were looking for my name. Um, They were like, oh, there she is. That's her. Uh, Yeah. So, but um, it was amazing experience. Just seeing the difference between American, uh, European airports and this, um, Somalia airports yeah um but the being there to me was something like I have a memory of like there was a feeling like I could feel the weather like it like my body remembered it so there was no transition it it was very weird I thought I was gonna get sick and I was prepared but my body remembered the weather and my taste buds somehow remembered food yeah. So I just rent like it felt like I was there. It felt like I was a little kid. Um, and thankfully, my dad lived in the same neighborhood. So I literally went back to the neighborhood. The people oh, were like, wow. I remember when you were three <laughs> yeah. or when you were this old and you were sitting on my lap. So that just made it feel like home that yeah. my transitioning was really smooth. I was like, oh, I remember the food, remember the weather. Um, the people was a little bit, there was a little bit shock value, uh, for them, not for me. Cause, um, for me, I just blended in cause I'm not a person who cares for what a person looks like or yeah. what a person has on them materialistically. So when I would be going over to cousins houses and they'd be like always apologizing, they're like, Oh my God, don't, you know, the sorry for this. And, and then I'm like, and then I asked them and they were like, well, Usually when like somebody comes back from America or like Europe, they're like, oh, it's so dirty or oh, my God, it's like you guys cook outside and there's flies on your food. So they were like you they were like, you don't have none of that yuck factor where you feel like you have to have the same standards as where you came from. And I was like, well, it's not the same standards. Yeah. You know, like I can't hold you to to back home to minnesota standards when this is not minnesota you know so i just blended in and and people were just really surprised that i did um so it was easy for me and i can like rough talk right away it wasn't taking nobody's bullshit yeah and and, and then i realized why my parents told me not to (laughs) to open my mouth and it was for safety it wasn't more like control it was just pure safety they just knew if a man tells me like you know be in your place because you're a woman i would just be right in their face and my parents they were like yeah they have guns here and there's no law whatsoever they'll (laughs) just do their thing and just pay after so they were like just but i got along i feel like i met um a lot of good people a lot of a lot of the workers at the airport after they got to know me i feel they helped a lot because the second time i went back i lost um some stuff was stolen from my luggage so they were trying to find it and spent hours trying to locate my wallet um and some of them were like we'll pay for your taxi um if you can get hold of your dad so and then one person was like oh i'll buy you food (laughs) um at the airport so they like bought me lunch and offered to pay for my tax even though like everybody would have been like the other way around they're like well you're from america why don't you just pay them back but they were like no just well that's really nice of them yeah they were just nice because they were nice not you know and i i thought that was really amazing so Um, overall a lot of good feels good feels good feels um 
One thing I really liked was just the weather. The weather okay. was just beautiful. Um, really sunny. It was. Lots of vitamin D. It was. Yeah. It was like sunny. And even like the days it rained, it was. To, I mean, I loved it. Everybody else to them it was annoying because they have to deal with mud and, and yeah. whatnot. But because I haven't had this feeling, I was happy. It was like a, a kid. <laughs> it's almost like playing in the snow. It's for like the, the first, first time, time it snowed, yeah. or like when people That's wish for like a yeah, that. like a you know, if you have like a white Christmas, you know. Yeah. Um, when everybody's like, "Oh my God, it's snowing Christmas Day!" <laughs> you know, Christmas like that. That's the equivalent of it. Okay. Um, for me, it was I went out and actually played. Um, in the rain, <laughs> I kicked some mud, and I was just I. <laughs> yeah, I was. It sounds a full just like kid. innocent fun. Like yeah, it was innocent fun, and like most of my pictures actually reflect that. Um, I had like a, the one we're using for this episode. You look so happy. Yeah, people going. were like. Why and goats are awesome too? So I mean, that was out. definitely. But I was in that picture. Okay, sorry, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> no, you're good. But goat milk is good. I love goat milk. Yeah. If if you can ever experience goat milk, goat milk is awesome. Shout out to goat milk. Yeah, it's the goat. If done humanely, animal products consumption are okay to me <laughs> in a healthy manner. And 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 the cool thing is though, and like from my religion, like everything is like respected so even like when you consume or kill animals for anything for for just to stay alive you do it in a humanely manner so that the animals you know just don't see it coming you nourish them if you need them so like there was just goats everywhere in somalia and everybody fed them like see we need to learn from that here because some of the stuff that we put in our food here is terrible it, it's very terrible. terrible sorry i had to say it that way. <laughs> imagine eating like a fresh liver every morning and that was my thing i told my dad i was like and that's one thing he asked he was like just tell me anything you want to eat for food we'll make it for you every day fresh and i thought he was joking so i was like i want goat liver or um camel li oh, liver and they're both delicious is there good hummus there by chance um so they're see they don't mess around with hummus as much as okay. uh middle easterns do okay um they just do other types of beans um gotcha and if they do make it it's just i'm like just trying regular. to find the best place for hummus because like i love hummus middle east or towards okay. egypt in yeah all right cool all right so Man, that sounds like a really memorable trip. Do, if you could just choose like one of your favorite memories from it, what would it be? Um, if you haven't already said it, that is. Um, my best would be seeing my dad. Okay. It, it was like, man, I wish I asked someone to record that because that was magical. It felt like I was a five-year-old all over again. It was it kind of like? Have you seen that one video where like? Those two friends see each other at the airport and they like run to each other when they hug and then I haven't seen that one. Okay, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but like think of um think of like all those homecoming videos. Like it felt like that. Okay. It was like That's awesome. I was just like I just hugged him and he was like, All right, this is this is the one I talked the most because everybody knew me for some reason because he talked so much. And, and you know, my dad is a very sarcastic person. So I'm like, oh, dad, are you talking shit about me? And we kind of had that relationship where him and I had 
something like, you know, you wouldn't talk to a certain parent like that. Like, I couldn't talk to my mom like that. Oh, God, I couldn't dare. You know, but I would go to my dad and I'd be like. You're listening to the Illuminating Mycelium Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, you should come check out all of our fresh new merchandise and apparel that just dropped on our store. We've got t-shirts, pants, sweatshirts, hats, phone cases, water bottles, coffee mugs, shoot, even blankies, and a ton more. All made with comfy fabrics and premium materials. They feature our signature logos, catchphrases, guest picks, and come in all sizes. Now shipping nationwide right to your doorstep. Just go to illuminatingmyceliumpodcast.com or click the link in the description to pick out your next gear and become the mycelium. So, did you get laid last night? And you know, like, like it was just, and, and I haven't seen him in a long time. Yeah. And, and, and just having, like, there was no awkward, like, I have to learn you. I had, it was just an instant click. Like, like, I remember this. I remember the warmth. I, I remember the smell. Cause I told him when I was hugging, I'm like, you smell just like when I left. And he was <laughs> like, what? I was like, I remember the smell. Yeah. And you know, he literally smelled like the day he dropped me off, you know, in the, in the car ride. Um, so that was familiar. It was just so much familiar, familiar, familiarity. familiarity yeah, I um, that I was like, I'm home. Yeah, definitely. Like I just, clicked with my dad and surprisingly my mom lives there she moved there um she got tired of minnesota weather so yeah like my mom moved i mean a year ago. i can't say i blame her with all this snow i mean <laughs> yeah so i know. also was like hey mom i just showed up and i was like what's up and she was like hey it's been a while yeah. <laughs> so yeah I've, i haven't but i haven't seen her for years so it was kind of cool to see my mom and my dad um and then my little um brother and two sisters that also moved there with my mom that's They're also awesome. there. Um, they were really cool about it. They were like showing me around. They're like, we know the land. See, you haven't been back here for so long. This is our backyard now. And I'm like, whoa, but it was true. They knew I had to go from my mom's house to my dad's house to my grandpa's house. Um, like from if we had to walk, if we had to take the best um route to to direct the taxi person. Um, it was just amazing. Cause I didn't know, um, you know, I, there's no, again, there's no street numbers or, or, or addresses or anything. So you have to direct the person driving you and I couldn't do it. And they would always be like, let me guess you're from Europe. And I would be like, no, nope, the other one, they'd be like, American. I'm like, yes, American, shamely. <laughs> Sadly, being American overseas is not, as big as people in the u.s think it is i yeah. i don't tell people i'm from the u.s sometimes <laughs> i feel that <laughs> well i'm really happy that you had a nice trip um if what is okay what is something that you would want ordinary people to know about somali people if there was like one thing that you'd want ordinary people to know food the okay. food is amazing because we cook everything we consume yeah um and I remember you were just saying about how the food is prepared. Mm-hmm. They do it in a conscious, mm-hmm. mindful way. Yeah, the food is it's good for the animal. Amazing. Okay. Say food. I want to say, yeah. Do you have food. like a favorite dish from there that you'd want to share? Um, the thing I ate the most back home, surprisingly, was just uh, fried um whole fish. It was a street food that was 
what I really loved. And I had to choose between eating uh, fish for the day or drinking cow milk because you can't you cannot mix cow milk and fish at all. Okay. I yeah. don't care how <laughs> strong sense. your tummy is. And I, I guess now I know why my mom used to say don't have milk and fish at the same time. But the cows here in Minnesota, the cow milk we have doesn't do that. But over yeah. there, you'll... See, I feel like here you'd have to get like that like organic grass fed that's like $7 for a gallon. No, like, it uh, no, it's like anything I've never... Yeah. I've never had that experience with like any organic milk or whatsoever with fish, but my mom would always say that because she remembered back home. But yeah. cause, and then she continued that by not having milk and fish at the same time. So she never knew. But for me, I was like, mom, that's a mess. <laughs> and I was eating it here. But when I went back home, yeah, my dad was like, so what are you going to do today? Are you going to, are you going to go buy cow milk or is it fish night? And every morning I would scream. That's how my day started. Ah, I would kidding. be like, "Wow!" And my and, yeah, and no, it was it was hilarious because everybody can hear me scream. It's like a houses are like <laughs> very shared. It's like a communal. It's like you share the same kitchen, um, same bathrooms, but you have your own individual rooms. Yeah. So so it's it kind of more like, tight knit. Yeah, it's okay. like more like family oriented. Um, That's cool. You can have a whole family live there together and have their own separate rooms but everybody is caring for everybody yeah yeah all right cool all right so we'll changing gears um moving on to just travel in general so once you know things get better in terms of pandemic where's the first place that you really want to like travel to the most oh well i definitely want to go back to somalia um but you're like, I'm in love. I got to I, go I have to go back because <laughs> my best friend is there. You know, my dad is there. Um, yeah. But um, I want to say I'm looking to any islands. I'm not going to lie. I've I'm just, you know, always St. Thomas, Barbados. I, I'm, it, just I'm just like <laughs> an island. It has to be an island. Yeah. Um, For me, I'm just tired of the city. I'm tired of of people in general I, I just it has to be somewhere floating on like a clear water you know yeah i got you or whatever i can afford honestly <laughs> and where's the favorite place well i guess i think you already answered this but where's the favorite place that you've traveled to so far is it somalia or um or i guess outside that where's the favorite place that you've been so far in your life my favorite would be it wouldn't be much favorite it would just be like like the memory itself it's my favorite so honestly i didn't care where it was it's just wherever my family was so i guess i would say it's somalia yeah defaulting because the memory was just special and my favorite like in probably like a decade or, or so um so yeah maybe somalia then i guess that's the default all right cool all right so last topic is just related to new year's because it's new year's eve hey. so happy new year to you happy sis. New year's to um, too. do you have any new year's resolutions offhand that you'd want to share i have the same one from last year and the year before that and the year before that <laughs> and every year my goal is to gain healthy weight it's or just maintain how like it has been for probably five years now um so it's my old I just recycle it every year. Um, but this year I reached my goal. 
So I'm at a a healthy weight. Um, Yeah. And usually when I say that, people think of like, oh, you must have been overweight and you're trying to lose it. I'm like, no, it's the opposite. Yeah. Because they just instantly assume I must have been bigger person. And they're like, oh, how much did you lose? And I'm like, no, it's how much I gained. And and they're like, oh, my, if I were you, I wouldn't. And I'm like. And then I have to go to the whole educational thing of like, yes, you actually have to yeah. be. Yeah, I wish people were more mindful. Yeah, because I'm like, like, you know, it goes both ways. Right? Yeah, you like, can be very. Yeah. It, it's whatever your doctor says. That's right. what I tell people because my doctor tells me you need to gain weight. You're you're at a very unhealthy, you know, body fat, you know, range. Yeah, and and there, that's what I usually say. Whatever your doctor says, right, go with that goal so Makes when people because they tell me they're like you don't need to gain like you look perfect and i'm like well sickness don't see that like you know when a virus is in the air they don't see that if your body is weak your body is weak right you gotta stay strong yeah you gotta stay I strong i take cold showers to boost my immune system really that's cool yeah because they say that it act- there's actually studies that show that it really it boosts it like your oh. antibodies and stuff huh. I want to try that. It just makes me feel super like raw. Like, I don't know. Does it have to be like super, super icy? Like, like the end of the. Um, I'm not sure what the, the exact measurement the, okay. has to be, but I usually turn it pretty icy. I mean, you can, okay. you can ask Bree. Sometimes I kind of shout. Power <laughs> okay. my way through the pain, but it's worth it. You I'll know, try I've been, that. I've been Corona free. So. Hey, you know. shout out to that. Um, do you have any advice that you can give to other people for reaching their goals? Like specifically, like, so we want to be, account- we want to hold ourselves accountable. Right. Mm-hmm. But we're also living in a, in a challenging time where we don't want to be overly hard on ourselves. Do you have like any advice that you could give on like balancing those two concepts? Um, for me, I don't stress on what other people do. I just hold myself accountable. Like, you know, just a simple of correcting someone when I say, oh, I reached my weight goal and, and they just instantly assume I just don't let that go. I just go, no, I actually working to gain it. So that's what I can control. And hopefully if done enough times, it makes people be mindful of assumption and, and things like that because I wear a scarf and I work for an airline industry and I'm up in the air and, you know, when people get on my plane, sometimes they'll be like, I can see the reaction, the physical jerk, you know, of being like, Ugh. yeah, like a scarf on a plane, like whose idea, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's just that assumption. If you just correct somebody, right. if you just correct, you know, the assumption they had of you, not, you know, of other things, but that's all you can control is how do you contribute to the world? And I always Focus on what you can control. Let go of what you can't. What you can't and just be mindful. This is a better quote. I just can't remember it offhand, but I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Or isn't it like God grant me the serenity to something except the things I cannot control. Control or or, or, no, it's it's yeah. (laughs) You get the point. You get the point. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you just let shit go and, and, and that's okay, you know? And sometimes it's okay to stand and say, I'm annoyed that this assumption has been going on. And I'm just, that's something I'm going to give my energy to. And that's one, you know, fight I'm willing to do. It's just always pick your battles, um, pick your fights, something small. If it matters to you, correct people. Yeah. You know? All right. I feel it. Um, 
What do you look forward to in 2021? Or what do you look forward to the most if you have multiple things? Um, Or whatever you want to share. I want the world to just open up. I know. Be more open-minded? No, like just... Or, I, I just oh, my Physical corona. I yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, this is more I want to travel. Um, yeah. I really want to get to meet people from certain parts of the world to just expand my mind right now. Sometimes when I'm back home in Minnesota, I'm like, I'm fidgety and antsy and I just think differently. Cause I've just seen other parts of the world. Um, you feel kind of trapped. Yeah, I feel kind of, okay. yeah, I feel trapped like a and, hamster. Yeah. Like a little, in a cage. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on a hamster. Okay. I'm exactly. taking this too far. No, 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 but no, exactly. Just think a little hamster on a little tiny wheel, just spinning. But going nowhere. It's going nowhere, but then they stop and they do it all over again. And you just, you know, that's what I've been doing. So, is um, your spirit animal a guinea pig? It's a bunny. Oh, it's a bunny. Okay, it's it's a bunny. Almost every like um, game tag or anything I have is just bunny related. Um, Keychains are bunnies. (laughs) I got you. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Um, anything else you want to say before we depart? Um, one, this Rona is over. Um, I encourage people to travel. Um, travel, I want to travel with you. Start, guys. yes. Start yeah. small. If you have to do road trips, uh, take road trips. Um, I know people are like, well, not everybody has the luxury to buy a plane, but it's like, well, just go, go away for a weekend, drive for a weekend, or you know. Give me that 2K stimmy. <laughs> yes. Okay, sorry. I just had no, to you're say good. That. You're good. Um, but you know, just do something to yeah. move forward. Like I love I love the internet and the ability we have with the internet to share everything, but it's not the same when you you actually go see it for yourself. It, it's different because yeah. you're still getting all the senses of actually seeing, smelling, and you know, just you're more likely to empathize with somebody once you've you know been around them rather than just seeing it on a video. So it just makes you more human to be exposed. Because we're living in more of a virtual world. We do, of corona, yeah, so and it's definitely different. It's very I different, like that. and I see what you're saying. And everybody, you know, social media has a trend. There's like it doesn't matter what country you are, whatever the trend is, that's what everybody does now. So you don't even get to see you know, the country or artists, like it's just, they're just doing it. What's also famous and it's going to get them famous. You know, what's it's all for clout. It's, that's it. Yeah. So when I was in Somalia, they were shocked that I didn't have a TikTok. Do they were like, so they were like, you don't have TikTok. I was like, no, I don't. And and they were like, wait, what? And, and they were surprised to see like, not everybody, they found out that I'm more of a, you know, a boomer than anything. Um, I didn't have all the new apps that came uh, out and people that were older than me had those. I have 50 year olds making TikToks in Somalia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's just, it's an income stream. So I was like, go for it, you know, but I feel it. definitely travel. Um, I want to say people just to be a little bit kinder. It yes. sounds so silly when it's said out loud, but being a flight attendant and just coming into contact with people that are frustrated in that moment, don't realize their frustrations are being taken out on the flight attendants or just whoever's serving them. Yeah. So just even when you're upset, just take a moment to 
to be, be kinder. like, yeah, like there's so many ways you can tell something or say something to get your point across without being nasty. So many people are going through a lot and we really don't know what the person we see in front of us is going through yeah. behind closed doors. So yeah, just be as kind. I, like I mean, even if they yeah. had, you know, even if they were richer than you and had a million bucks in front of you and, but still like, you just have to be mindful. Cause that's, Do I have to be nice to Jeff Bezos. If I saw him, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yes. See, that's what I love about being flight attendant. Everybody is equal. Like you walk through that door, you know, and you're just like, hi, you know, welcome yeah. aboard. Like, I don't care if your ticket was $40 or if you're sitting in first class, you're still gonna get that like decency human decency is what i look for and i try to do the most is just i never want to make someone feel like they're less than to me that's like the ultimate disrespect is making like a human being feel like they're less than and and i've seen people do that and and it just breaks my heart yeah that we like for some people to feel stronger they just have to put some down or anything just being disrespectful and i'm just like i always correct that I'm just like, nah, it's just, you can be a horrible human being. Yeah. But just, you know, isolate yourself. If it's okay, if you want to be whatever you want to be, you just can't be around other people. If, if that's going to be your path, you know? Yeah. Um, so just be kind, um, be expressful, um, yourself, be yourself or do whatever you want and and this is more so for like gender specific for me um if you're female especially if you're young like african-american um female you can be you could be loud you could be smart you could be whatever you want like like none of that like identify who you are like on the outside like that doesn't take away so if you're like nerdy you're still black if you know if you're into rap music you're still black if you're into anime like you're still black like none of that crap identifies who you are so when i see people like little girls come on the plane they're like oh you're a flight attendant i can do yeah i'm like yeah you can do it too yeah and like you can even you know do better if you want to do something else like a you mechanic can be the CEO of the yeah and i'm like you can do you a mechanic you can you, know, you can do whatever you want and the parents always look at me like you, you, why didn't you just tell her to be a flight attendant like you you're pretty <laughs> and i'm like well i don't want to put her in a box like what if she this, the sky's the limit yeah what if she saw the plane and she designed a whole better one in her yeah. head and i told her to be a flight attendant right you know so i i'm just just be like expressful that. Yeah, do embrace your identity. Whatever you want. That's why I like asking people about their identity because I feel like it's something that should definitely be expressed. You know. Yeah. It and also just being mindful that it's not going to always be accepted, and and sometimes that's okay in itself because we're humans. Um, it's just up to you. Be unapologetic. Yeah, it's up to you if you want to wake up every day and and do it all over again and educate people, or do you just want to blend in? I feel it. All right. Um. Yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the Thanks. podcast Thanks and for having uh, me. sharing with us. Yeah. All felt, right. Felt good. Thanks. Take care. Uh huh. You too. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed the show and had fun while learning more from everyday people just like yourselves. To support us and help us spread these stories even further, please consider giving us a review or rating on whichever platform you're streaming from. There will be links in the description box just in case you can't find it. And for more news and all things everyday people, 
join our newsletter by going to our website. By joining, you'll also gain exclusive offers and discounts on Illuminating Mycelium merchandise and apparel from our store. Just go to IlluminatingMyceliumPodcast.com or click the link in the description and become the Mycelium.